This is the Chippewa Valley Geek Actual Play and Community Theater Podcast. The One Ring, the darkening of Merkwood campaign. Session 24. Easy kin, easy go. Welcome to the darkening of Merkwood. Um, my name is Brian, I'm the lore master. Please tell me, we'll start off by going around the table, tell me your name, your character's name, and what has you got in your pockets? I'll start. <laughs> you took a bite as soon as I started talking, didn't you? <laughs> that was a malicious bite. Uh, I'm Mike, I'm playing Findigil, a ranger of Eriador, and I have in my pockets a bone disc uh, from Old Fornost. It just... <laughs> One of the more slayers for a prey. <laughs> Sorry. Too soon? Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> um, no, I don't know what it's from, but uh, I've always, it's kind of just a little, like, good luck talisman. and I, It's curiously shaped, and I sometimes sit by the fire and stare at it and think of home. Okay. Interesting. All right. I'm Nick. I am playing Inventor Lightbow, the Elf of Mirkwood. In my pocket, there is a shiny brass button, which I found as a child. It makes sense that you would be attracted to cheap, shiny things. Yes. I like you. Considering when he was a child, it was still the Bronze Age. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yep. It has a curious design on it. Um, Not really sure what it is. It's almost like a face. Cool. And I am Jack. I am playing Brand, son of Gorm. And in my pockets, I have a curious amber disc made by my grandfather. It has the design of the royal crest of Dale from long, long ago. Um, okay, so I'm looking through a, a printout of the Adventurous Companion PDF. We're going to be trying to phase in some new rules as we go. Uh, I'm sure a lot of these will be revised by Cable 7 before the hard copy comes out, but we'll be trying to take them as we can. One of these, Findigil, will apply to you. You can give yourself a point of courage. Okay. Okay. Courage points may be spent in several ways. When you're about to spend one point of hope, you may set, spend your point of courage instead. Okay. If you're at the end of a game session, you may spend your point of courage instead to gain one experience point. Or two advancement points. Okay. Advancement points being the skill point. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Uh, any courage points left at the end of the session do not roll over. They cannot be saved. Uh, this would be more pronounced if we had, as Jack was saying, our red shirts here. This is a mechanic that they built in to even the playing field between more experienced characters and newer characters. So since you have that much less experience than the other two people at the table, 
you basically earn that one point of courage. If the difference was bigger, you'd have more points. Okay. So, in theory, that would also help you close the gap faster. Uh, Alright, so last session, <laughs> the shit show moves south, <laughs> as it will be titled, possibly. Uh, you guys crossed the North Undeep, crossed the Anduin at the North Undeep, and were immediately set upon by bandits. We're driven off by a band of horsemen. Uh, we open on you guys standing, or lying, as the case may be. Sticky, broken, confused. Um, is there any sort of action you guys would like to kick off the session with? Any long rest? <laughs> okay. Well, I'll stand there, bloody but out as the horsemen approach. I mean, do they actually ride up to us? Um, I don't know. What's your body language like? Uh, I'd say wary, since I'm like all covered in bandit gore and my own. Um, and with a sword drawn and panting. And I'll say a detachment rides over to you. Okay. So yeah, are you doing any kind of as they approach? How do you respond? If they don't seem hostile. Do they seem hostile? They seem official and worry. Okay. To pull two adjectives out of my ass. Uh, then I will wait for them to approach, not making any threatening moves. Okay. And say, uh, your arrival is well timed, gents. What language are you saying then? <coughs> the... Common language, whatever that's called. Westron. Yes, it would be. All right, a uh, band of five horsemen comes over to you. Um, one of them rides forward, speaking in obviously very, very broken western. Mm. Good greeting, strangers. Who are you and your business? Speak. I am Vindigil, and uh, this is our... Uh, we carry a caravan of uh, goods bound for Edoras. 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 From whence? Uh, from from King Bard in Dale. Dale. Okay. Uh, they kind of confer for a minute in a different language. Does that language sound... Have any familiar uh, rings to me? Speaking a bit of Numenorean as I do. Probably not. Double check to see if there's any. I'm going to say no unless I see otherwise here. Um, I'm using some metagame knowledge there because I thought that the Rohirrim spoke like a sort of bastard. Version of it's redneck Numenorean. Yeah, well, or Uper Numenorean. Yeah. Hey there, don't you know? If anything, it'd be closest to what the women speak. Rohan tongue is its own language, though. Uh, so they say, "Come in peace. Raise no hand against the denizens of this land, and our Thingol king welcome you. Go in peace." Or face wrath of justice, etc., etc., etc. Of course. Do you 
Can we raise our hands against bandits that try to attack us? Like the ones that were just here? <laughs> the, the, you see their bodies all around. Go in peace. Raises the spear. They ride off in the direction of the hills again. Okay. There we go. We'll uh, try to, like, I assume that in the, the chaos of uh, the raid, you know, we've got wagons overturned and yeah. things like that. So I'll, you know, and I think I said last time I was, like, yeah, sort of, for role-playing purposes, treated their wounds and stuff. But Okay. I mean, no one was wounded, but they were, like, low on endurance. But uh, So we'll get everything set right and rolling again. Okay. Leave the bodies where they lay. Uh, everybody give me a travel check just to see how well you can do that. Oh, look, another travel check. This hey, travel would, would you have another recommendation for some other check you'd like to do? Not particularly, it's just travel checks. that allow athletics. Sauron. Okay. I'm use that later. <laughs> am, am I, uh, I'm doing this too? I'm up? Okay. Um, if, uh, well, are you resting? I assume. Uh, 25 grade. Okay. I'm here. <laughs> I'll say you take an extra point of fatigue. It's doing uh, Herculean work, going around and lifting wagons. Okay. Uh, forgetting once or twice to lift with the legs, Hercules. Maybe throwing out your back a little. you got to lie down for a while the rest of the Well, I am both weary and miserable. Oh. Because I was... Oh, that miserable was only for one... That was the duration of the journey. Well, you're still on the journey. Yeah. So I'm miserable and I rolled a Sauron. Okay. Oh! What's your shadow weakness? Uh, not telling. I think I can remember. Wandering Madness. You got idle and forgetful. And uncaring. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can wipe all of your shadow points that are not permanent. Okay. Um, you're going to gain the negative trait cowardly. <clears throat> mm. Okay. Perfect. The cowardly ranger. Care only for your own safety under any circumstances and will go to any length to save yourself when a threat arises. Uh, I can invoke this to... We've been really lacking on this. Yes. Uh, I can cause a feat reroll when it's convenient for me and make you take the four result. Uh, also, if you fail in an action, I can use that to dramatically worsen the negative outcome. When a hero has developed the full complement of four flaws related to his shadow weakness, he's in risk, at risk of totally succumbing to the shadow. Uh, if you basically, if you suffer another bout of madness, you'd be removed from play. Okay. How many rules is written? How many levels do you get? Four. Four. Number five. You're gone, huh? Yeah. Uh, if you're an elf, basically you say fuck this, and you head to Valinor. Take one of the boats into the east. Uh, if you're a man hobbit or a dwarf, you succumb to madness. So even if I don't get to kill you, it's kind of a way of aging you out. Seeing the fields of Rohan for the first time, describe your response. Sort of like you were a Mountie patrolling the wilds of Quebec and Newfoundland and the eastern Arcadia, and suddenly you've taken a wagon train out to Kansas. Mm -hmm. Or Nebraska. Yeah, it's um, South Dakota. Okay. 
I just see this emptiness all around. No trees anywhere, of course. You're a warden, right? I am a... Ranger. Yeah, but uh, my calling is wanderer. Wanderer, actually. Uh, I just see this openness, like the horizon is 50 miles away, and uh, just buckle to my knees and like, ah! <laughs> you know, the, the silence and the wide openness is just screaming at me. Uh, and I feel like just walking off and getting lost in it. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Uh, so we'll... You, you can overcome that while other people are overturning carts. And so eventually you can get the caravan back to something resembling uh, a passable condition. Are you going to be continuing on? I assume. I already have. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm already there in my mind. You should come join me. It's beautiful. Alright. Do we remember what the roles were? Yes, I wrote them down. Oh. Guide, lookout, huntsman, and Baron was the scout. So I'll step into the scout role. Oh, what? Another travel check. Oh, man, I'm rolling awesome today. So how do those travel checks go? Oh, I rocked it. Eight. Fatigue me. Okay. Oh, that's what I like to see. Yes. That's my endurance, not my fatigue. All right, as you're passing south, um, between the wall and the river, uh, you encounter another sheep herd. Uh, give me an explore test. Ooh. Find the path around. I believe this is me, right? Yes. You. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, ah, I just crushed it too. I'm wandering. Yeah, I'm, yeah, you just crushed it. I'm wandering on my own though. Like seven. <laughs> okay. As you come upon them, you startle the animals into a panic. You're going to lose endurance equal to. Why would you lose endurance? I don't, I don't care. Roll a success die, and you're going to lose that much endurance. You have now caused a sheep stampede. Five. I am down to one endurance. Uh, the sheep herders are out there trying desperately to control the flock. If you want to attempt to help the herder gather the animals again safely, mm-hmm. uh, you can attempt a hunting check. Yeah, I'll do that. Wow. Fifteen. Okay. Anyone else going to? Great success. Oh yeah, great. Fifteen, great. Uh-huh. Great. No, four. No, sorry. <laughs> I don't know anything about this. Which is really funny because, of course, my method of doing this is like running towards the sheep, whistling and shouting and waving my <laughs> arms. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the sheep herder Deofara, Deofara um, 
begrudgingly accepts your help. Uh, he doesn't seem to bear any ill will. Uh, there's a gentleman working with him, Leothir, uh, who thinks it's the funniest thing he's ever seen. And you just can't stop laughing. Well, especially since I'm now doing a border collie imitation. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> crouching down on all fours and staring at the sheep until they quit running. Yeah. Um, as you're doing that, everyone give me awareness checks. Two of you <coughs> notice the ground <coughs> quaketh <coughs> as he's running around, and you don't think it's from the herd. You die. Is it from that? Maybe. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a fun game. No. Yeah, it almost feels like a, an earthquake. There's the tremoring and shaking that lasts maybe 30 seconds. Okay. And then passes. You're oblivious. Can I tell... Does it actually feel like an earthquake? Does it feel like a, like a stampede, something shaking the ground or something like that? It would be a huge stampede. I mean, the ground is... Crawling. Okay. This region crawling. I mean, place? not like there's an earthquake under you, but... I'm going to ask the uh, <coughs> the herders if there are frequent earthquakes in this in this region. No, never. That's ill omen. Yes. Why have you yes, come to this land? <laughs> to With your pecks like melons and knees of fringe. The what now? <laughs> Sorry, free associating. Yeah, n- none of them has ever known anything like it. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, there's not much else I can do with that. So, gathering up your caravan to move south further again. As you're moving south, um, when you're taking watches at night, mm-hmm. the sky to the southeast looks weird. Does it seem bright? Bright, kind of a weird glow to it that you've never seen before. What is the southeast? Do I know this? Do I know of any active volcanoes in that direction? Do you? I don't know. Lore, I guess? Give me lore. Say it maybe looks kind of like that in the evening. Oh, it's pretty. Yeah. It's a beautiful sight. I mean, it's sort of like the Aurora Borealis, but not. Yeah, uh, Fifteen. Yeah, some pretty uh, nasty mountains down there. I'm going to theorize that one of the volcanoes is erupting, which also caused the quick fault. Yep. 
you and your geological science. Elf science. Weird kind of reflections in the night sky like that. Cool. Okay. I'm just going to wander in the void. <laughs> Don't go into the light, Findigil. Not yet. <laughs> yes. I'll kill you first. I still have some pain to put you through. <laughs> Alright. Uh, as you're coming towards the end of that second six-day period, it's been pretty desolate. You, I mean, apart from that first sheep herd you've seen, maybe a herd of horses or a herd of cattle off in the distance, but you really haven't gotten close enough uh, to see people up close. You see if I had what looks like maybe two or three farm settlements in the same area. Mm-hmm. They might be big farms, but they built their houses kind of close together. Yeah. Near the edges, so it's almost like a town of like three farmhouses. And just outside, there is, it looks like another caravan. Maybe 12, 15 wagons, you can tell, are like in a circle when there's a bustle of people about. Down by this little right. uh, crossroads or yeah, kind of farmstead. Yep. And I'm going to say it's in your path because fuck you guys. Yeah. Well, I was I learned my lesson last session. <laughs> no free will. <laughs> All uh. It's again plot hooks ignored. <laughs> yeah, I guess let's just ride up to it then. See if we're welcome or if they're already at their capacity for hosting okay. traveling caravans. Uh, yeah, as you get closer, people seem to uh, like you. What? Oh, well met. Fair travelers. Uh, okay, yeah, it appears to be they're set in a wide ring. As you get closer, it appears to be like a traveling fair. Maybe a couple dozen local folk milling about. Um, the wagons sell goods, provide services or entertainment. Um, and you are welcome to come, converse, hobnob, market, explore at your own pace and leisure. Ooh. What say you, gents? Yes. Shall we uh, divert? Yes, it's been a long, weary road with little company. It would be nice to talk to... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, now. What now? Some of these... uh, Fine folk. Fine NPCs. Yes. That's the general arrangement of the carts. Like I said, there's a couple dozen locals milling about... In the center of the caravan, there's a talented horseman performing tricks with his horse, riding around an area bound within a circle of wooden stakes, showing off his ability with the sword and spear, uh, conducting assorted feats of extraordinary horsemanship that caused the small crowd of onlookers to cheer and gasp appreciatively. So that kind of helps set the scene a little bit. We are renowned for our markets, particularly the toy market. Truly. And seeing as I come from a family of traders and we partake in giving the kids toys, 
Okay. Um, I was going to see if I can see if he's interested in uh, uh, doing some trade on that. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can go over, find Loden, the toy maker. Uh, the cart is filled with toys that would make most children. Okay, go with the light. Wooden horses, tin soldiers, straw dolls, all painted colorfully. Uh, it would be an extravaganza for a woodman settlement. Um, it's like, hello, friend! The finest in toys for your, uh, perusal. How many children that you have that you know of? Two. Ah, you'll find the finest in toy wear here. I See, I am with my comrades here, and we're coming at the behest of King Dan, of King Bard. Oh. <laughs> he pretty much shuts down. As soon as you mentioned Dale. <laughs> oh. I'm always interested to see what other fine craftsmen would have. Because every child enjoys a bit of the exotic. Come on, man. I'm just trying to make a living here. You, you don't gotta rub your shit in. Give me a break. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, he... He knows his wares are inferior to those of Dale. And no, I want to see. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, you can see. I mean, you can see yourself. That what you have in your cart is vastly superior to the shit that he's got. And yeah, he's... So there's nothing really interesting in there? Again, if you were a woodman, you'd think it was great. But coming from Dale, it's sort of like... No, I actually want to buy something. It's like, come on, dude. <laughs> oh, he, he thinks you're fucking with him. So he's... Alright. I pull out... A couple <laughs> silver. I'll pull out some silver. Okay. Like, what do you have? I have a boy and a girl. Alright, what do you want? Oh. Just take your pick. I don't know. Well, what did you say he had in the, in the blurb? Uh, box text says he has wooden horses, tin soldiers, straw dolls. All painted colorfully. I'll take a soldier and a doll. Alright. You know, and you know, I always like to give, you know, bring my kids something from my travels. Alright. Move along. Moving along. <laughs> what? Welcome, uh, friends! <laughs> new, not uh, you two. He's welcoming the next people. Trying to... I'm going to go to... <laughs> not, it's not you. Like, I'm generally talking with people that are milling around. and Yeah. So I take it I can learn that this is called the <coughs> Company of the Wayne. Yes. And That's generally what they call it. Okay. So I'm going to go to uh, Wagon 10. So it is a caravan slash traveling fair. The right. Wolves. Can I do both? It's yeah, not I, just, I, I get it. Not just a supply caravan. Yes. The yep. Uh... All right, you go over. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's a cart with a cage on top. Okay. Oh, okay. and there's like a show barker in front of it. Welcome, friends. See the wonder of the South. So this is the the woes that's brought by the Wayne. Yes, the what the man-eating wild man of the South. Come see for yourself this horror, this weirdness of the South. <laughs> Sure. Um, okay. Do so I have to like give him a copper? Sure. Okay. I'll pay my copper. Yeah. Um, this seems like a curiosity. I cannot resist the lure of secrets. Okay. okay. I'll go with his wallet. How right. much was? Uh, you said a silver. Okay. Or you said two silver. 
Well, I said a couple silver. I didn't yeah. know how much they were, so. Well, he took a couple silver from me. I'm sure he would. It's trouble. <laughs> uh, so you two are going to give up a copper. Um, yeah, he pulls aside the screen. Um, very unusual sit- creature sits still in the cage, different from anything you've seen before. A short leg squat shape of a man, almost completely naked, but for a leather cloth, cloth about his waist. Uh, stares straight ahead with dark and flinching and unblinking eyes. Sit deep in a flat face. Um, there's children kind of laughing and yelling. A couple are like poking, trying to toss small items through the cage. But it's sort of like the uh, palace guards, you know, fucking him. It doesn't really respond. Right, it's just ignoring everything. So. I recognize whatever the creature is. Give me a little check. We have heard generally of Woeses. It's a race of wild men that live in the woods. Your elvish lore regards them as unlovely, unquote. Many have believed they were savage beasts um, and possessed their own mysterious ways and magic. But this is clearly a human, if it's not a beast. How clearly do you want to be? That's true, there are things like orcs. And... Do I know any ways to communicate with it? You can talk. That's pretty much ignoring you. I'm going to whisper to it. Just, or talk. Not, you know, yelling at the top of my lungs, but only so he can hear. Put my face up to the cage, and I'm going to say in the... Uh, Artist interpretation. Above? Okay. There's also. Are you this picture? Mm. Are you. And I'm saying this in like old Numenorean. Are you here against your will? It does not communicate with you. Okay. I'm going to feel okay about this then. Okay. Even though Mike, the player, is seething. I mean, if it, if it clearly is yeah. content to be a dumb beast, then I will. They're a bit like dwarves in stature and endurance. Stumpy, clumsy-limbed, with short, thick legs and fat, gnarled arms, broad chests, fat bellies, and heavy buttocks. According to the elves and men, they had unlovely faces, wide, flat, and expressionless with deep-set black eyes. Uh, horny brows, flat noses, wide mouths, and sparse, lank hair. No hair lower than the eyebrows, except for a few men who had a tail of black hair on the chin. So that sort of picture with a giant beard was totally people from the cross. <laughs> Burn! Take yourself a Brian Buck. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that was a waste of a copper. You got to see something you don't see every day, right? I see a new thing every day. Anyway, I do four impossible things before breakfast every day. I don't come to you with my problems, do I? I just—I <laughs> really only came here so I could make the joke about 
the woes that's brought by the Wayne. <laughs> okay. And it wasn't worth was it, it. Was it? It really wasn't worth it. Do you feel good it. about that? No. How'd that work out? No. I feel terrible now. <laughs> okay. Oh, Let us carry on. <laughs> okay. Well, I am going to be attracted to the sight of Caradog the Bear Bear. Okay. The bear. The bear. I mean, fair. There's a large cage of wooden iron on the large wagon, empty except for straw laid across the floor for bedding. Uh, outside, a bear chained to a thick pole set into the ground dances. A thin rope looped through a hole cut into its snout. A short man with long hair directs the animal's dance with what looks much like a fishing pole with the rope attached to the end. As he twists, twists, lifts, and dips the stick, the bear stands on its hind legs, bends or turns around, affecting a crude dance. There's a crowd in a semicircle around the bear jeering and laughing. The wary little man is called Caradog, obviously. And then the second cart is actually attached to it. And he displays has a display of iron traps and the like. Which he presumably sells. So, yep. All right. Interesting. I. Am, what do you feed him? Little children. <laughs> Some of the kids squeal and laugh and scream and tear as they do. I'm. I'm bored. <laughs> Go ahead, Jennifer. I would like to talk to INP the Apothecary and Uathak this year. Okay. I just picked the hard to pronounce ones. Uh, what traits do you have? Just curious. Elven Lord, Liquid Lord, Rounds of Lord. Um, distinctive features, I have clever, steadfast, curious, and haughty. Okay. Uh, yeah, she welcomes you. Um, she's a middle-aged woman with fiery red hair kept in two plates. Being braids. Uh, oh, welcome, I welcome. I just assumed she was keeping it on plates for that's what I Yeah. Oh. If I spoke in an accent, it would have been clearer, I'm sure. Uh, and there's basically the... Okay. <laughs> God, what you get for mocking your fucking GM, man. Um, yeah, it's lined with different bottles, and she's happy to show you and explain any sure. anything you'd like. Well, let's see what she's got. All right, uh, she can offer, for example, sundew tea cures coughs, strengthens the heart, and alleviates stomach pain. Does she have anything that cures... Any hair product? What? Any <laughs> <Big laughs> hair products? <laughs> Let's see. Sundew tea cures coughs, strengthens heart, alleviates stomach pains. Green leaf tea facilitates digestion. Tincture, tincture of Levithron bark helps babies and children sleep. Yellow flower infusion improves mood. Witch milk diuretic helps treating infection. Uh, elderberry cordial, helpful in treating fevers and help impaired breathing. 
Yeah, no, no hair tonics. Um, you know what? Hold it. King's foil makes a great hair tonic. Yeah. No. Anything to help with being, you know, turned to stone or paralyzed? I sleep. No. You don't really notice anything along those lines. Okay. Um, there's something in there to elevate the mood. Um, and there was something in there to help with breathing. And something that helps by infection. Yeah, elderberry cordial helpful in treating fevers and help impaired breathing. Witch milk diuretic helps treating infection. Anything for poisons? Why do you ask that? You're not a cop, are you? Anything to treat poisons? You don't have to tell me if you're a cop. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is going to get... Uh, what would you like? We seem to come across you know, edder caps and spiders quite frequently. Hmm. And something to treat those poisons would be very useful. She can whip up something, perhaps. A uh, special order in a pinch. Okay. For one gold... She can give you, uh, by the end of tonight, the do- uh, a single dose of lingonberry salve. Okay. Uh, it'll re- lower the difficulty of a whatever check you have to make for poison um, by two levels. Target number minus four. For one, one shot. Sure, I'll take that. Um, <clears throat> and how much are the other ones I mentioned? The mood elevator, the breathing, and a few breathing. Uh, silver each. Okay, I'll take those three. Okay. I'm going to start surreptitiously feeding the mood enhancer to the niggle. All right. Anyone else want to do anything? Um, you did um, two. There's a seer. Oh yeah. I wanted to do that. Let's do this here. Animal bones and stones inscribed with symbols of portent swing from a tent erected beside this cart. Exotic smells waft from the curtained entrance. All right, you're going in, I assume. Let's see. All right. Inside, a woman. Can I go with? Sure. Okay. I'm going to just keep my mouth shut, but I'm going to be in there. Okay. Uh, a woman, apparently in her 30s, voluminous robes and silks, sits on the corner of a rich carpet woven with strange markings. Her head is covered with a black veil. She says, Greetings, I am Uathach of Tharbad. She lifts her veil to reveal vacant gray eyes. Whence have you come? Travelers of distant lands, no doubt. Yes. Very distant. What can I do for you? (laughs) We seek knowledge of what is to come. Alright. What is your uh, standard of living? Marshall. 
Try to heal gold as well. Please hold out your right hand. She grasps your outstretched hand with her left and asks you to pose her a question. What hazards are upcoming on our journey? Well, does it don't have to be, uh, well, someone will rob you of a cold. <laughs> <laughs> Directed by your voice, she stares without blinking right into your eyes for several long minutes with her dead gray. Like blind eyes. Yeah. 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 Then she releases her grip with a sigh and closes her unsettling eyes. Slowly she begins to rock back and forth. Denethor, light bow, child of moon and wood. Denethor, fair hair, envy of mortal broods. Denethor, mortal terror of sheep and you. <laughs> I see your doom laid upon you. Though blessed with a long life, and their years greater than man, beware of the hidden shadow when evil is at hand, for all that thou seest is never quite as ye behold, and the secret unspoken... Hungers for your soul! Well, here's my card. Tell your friends. <laughs> What's really impressive is, I never, is, it, is that I never told her my name. So I didn't see any dead in here. No. Right? <laughs> right. Well, she has, she has a picture of Bob Weir on the wall. But. Okay. Oh, I got that. Thank you. <laughs> Punched in old people. Okay. You could have just been obvious and gone Jerry Garcia. That would have been no. way too easy. I, I had to, you know, make people work for it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, no, no. Disembodied spirits that you're aware of. Okay. And okay. someone will rob you of the gold. Next. <laughs> You Thank you, come gold. again. You gave her an entire gold for that? Everyone else has gone two places. How about you, grandson of Gorm? Yeah, do I have to? Okay. You don't have to. You can... Show game. That sounds just up your alley. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm actually debar- uh, debating between uh, Dell's Dwarven Spirits, although that's... We're coming from a place with dwarves, so it's kind of a waste. Either one of our dwarves was here. <laughs> how, about, how about Osbert the Woodturner? Alright, uh, Osbert the Woodturner. An old-looking man with a curved back works a strange contraption outside his cart. He's operating the foot pedal attached by a rope to a pole hung high overhead. Uh, the moving rope turns a spindle in front of him. Attached to the spindle is a piece of wood. He's using a sharp tool to shake the rotating piece of wood. Uh, in just a few minutes, in an application of several skillful strokes, he's fashioned a long handle for a smithing hammer for one of the local smiths. Zounds, man! This is carried inside the cart by a girl of about ten years where other spun wooden items are displayed. Zounds, man! You make quick work of that. 
Thank you. Is there anything I can interest you with, sir? Actually, yes. I know of many a man that would greatly appreciate someone who would be able to make such fine work in such short time. Do you have any hobbies? Perhaps I've been Sorry, the blank look was just too much. <laughs> well, I'm sitting here just going through my head. Okay, which way is he going to turn this against me? <sighs> Seen from the Twin Peaks movie, I was blank as a fart. <sighs> um, perhaps I can carve something to help you in your copious free time. Okay. Um, you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> okay, where are you going with this, man? Seriously. Have you ever been to a Turkish prison? <laughs> I, I don't know the name. <laughs> what do you like to do? I hunt for rubies as big as my head. I do. Um, I travel hither and yon with my companions. I I um, help mind the shop with my father when I am home, and I do the bidding of King Bard when he asks. Hmm. So, as far as hobbies, I'm not quite sure. Perhaps a uh, 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 fine, upstanding young man like yourself could use a good walking stick. You know, I never even thought of it. That, that would actually be great, quite useful. So. Yes, well, that's obvious you work with your hands, sir. <laughs> For a jingle of coin, I could produce you a walking stick of unparalleled proportions and quality. I think I can bear the part. All right. I tell you what. You know, you make me the stick, and then, where are you? Is this a traveling company? Is that what this is? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, um... We depart at dawn, but I could take uh, the better part of the day if we pick it up at nightfall. I shall be here. Very well. Um, I'm thinking... Trade, 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 trade. Would that be a persuade? Basically trying to figure out... If he's doing this, is, is this a machine I've never seen before? Um, I know it's a lathe, but still. Yeah. You've probably seen a couple of them in Dale. Um, he's a, he's kind of very good at it, though. I mean, He's very good at it, okay. Yeah. Well, then... Uh, he's an artist hand, if you will. All right. I want to see if I can find some way to get him to do some trade with some guys I know up in the Anvil way. Because they're always looking for people, you know, they're smiths. Yeah. Maybe we can work something out. Hmm. I'll buy the damn stick off him, but I'm more interested in having a connection with something like that. Trading is one of my specialties. And here's an order for a thousand axe handles. (laughs) No, more, you know, um... Trying to think, uh, 
things you can do on a lathe besides um, candlesticks, chair legs, bedposts. Right, but I'm thinking things that you would use with things from the other way, which is all metal crafting. And I'm thinking like uh, knife handles or you know, yeah, like like implement handles. Yeah. basically. Okay. So I mean, what are you trying to? Do you have a specific proposal in mind, or? Um, well, I'll tell them. You know, um, are you? Do you know of the Anvil Way in Dale? Oh, no, we don't get... We wander all about, but never quite that far up. My companions and I were from Dale, and I do a bit of training. And anybody with your skill is someone that I want to meet. So I know a few people in the Anvil Way that would love to have a master craftsman like yourself working on handles for their wares. An old man, I don't know that I can travel quite like I used to. Granted, my whole life is traveling at this point in time. It's an irony. <clears throat> okay. Well, we have to go to. You get a site, by the way. Yeah. I should have given you that before. We have to travel to Edoras on our way back. Perhaps I can convince you to come with us. Let's see if we can work out some arrangement. Uh, perhaps we should talk again. Yes, if, if you catch us on the way back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very well, sir. I'll be back at nightfall for the uh, for the staff. Uh, that'll be one goal. Okay. All right. So, yep, you can pick that up in the evening. Yay. Is Thelred the writer done with his show? Sure. He's taking a break. Okay. I'm going to uh, talk to him. Just... You have amazing skill on horseback. How, how, how did you learn? Alright. He only speaks Dwarvish. Just grunted point. Uh, give me an awareness. Okay. You're 18, great. Uh, okay. You think that's kind of weird and... Now you mentioned it, um, rather than giving his horse commands, he basically communicates with a series of grunts and groans. Um, but as he starts the next show, you're kind of observing as he smiles at the crowd. Uh, and you, with that kind of roll, you observe uh, his tongue has been cut out. You know, I kind of fi- figured he was a, yeah. maybe a mute. Artificial mute. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. Yep. So there's that. All right. Well, I'm probably not going to get riding lessons from him. Because it was one of my goals to learn how to ride a horse. But You're in the right country. I'm in the right country. You just might need to find a different teacher. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, this has been fun. We can cut to you guys at nightfall, or you guys can keep... Whatever you want. I'm gonna Your game. play the shell game. Okay. Shell game. Uh, there was a group of men standing around the table. Small round stone size of a pea and three walnut shells. A lanky fellow with a big nose wearing a black felt cap shuffles dexterously around the three walnut shells, challenging the onlookers to guess which shell the pea-sized stone might be under. 
Several individuals wager a coin or two, and eventually most lose their money grumbling. Every now and then, some seem to win around. Eyeing you, eyeing him, he invites you to play with a grand gesture. Sure. All right. I'll put my put a couple coppers down for power it works. Okay. Where it stops, nobody knows. Awareness. Okay. Uh, 13 exceptional. Uh, you have lost your coppers. Pick a shell under which there is no... Oh, yeah. Because it's 13. Hmm. Alright. We can attempt again. That was fun. No. Screw you. Okay. Hey, I got my third dot in my awareness row. That's what I was really here for. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't, because I didn't succeed. No, you didn't. Damn it. <laughs> sure you don't want to go again? No, I don't want to go again. What's a copper? Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen that number that? of sixes again. Gandalf! There you go. Okay. Uh, no exceptional goodies, though. You have not found... Okay. Do I see him the doing bee. this? Right. I, do I see him doing this? Sir, yeah. Uh-oh. Dragon signals. Here we go. <laughs> okay. That looks like... Grasping and mistrustful. Okay. Stay away from this game, Brand. I think it's rigged. What are you talking about? You just need to have sharp eyes. I Give me awareness. Good sir! You look like a newcomer to our climb. Hi. What, what are you wagering? What do you wager? Two copper. I toss him a silver. Okay. Big money, big money. No hey, big spender. Spend a little time with me. Thirteen. You've lost a silver. Ah. Twenty. That's right, I'm petty. Burning a hope? 20. Don't burn hope. (laughs) Do you know how many hope I have? Don't burn a hope for a silver? Okay, fine. Um, I think you're going to go again, though. I'm down two lower. Uh, okay. 14's not going to make it hit down me. Do the Martingale. Keep doubling until you win. Okay. Or silver. Hey, Demothor. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to drag Brand, like, when he starts Eight borrowing. Two. Just don't lend him any money. Don't lend him any money. Is that... I don't know what you're talking about. Was this the question he's been quiet? Yeah. He's just fine. Okay. That is 18 yep. with an I. Uh, I'm also invoking one of your shadow traits. Um, in case you had rolled I well kind of figured that. Um, yeah, you... you got to beat that game. You just won. 
You know, you got it. Almost there. Um, you would think it would have been mistrustful. No, no, you don't need to keep rolling. You would think it would be mistrustful. Um, grasping. For the rest of the adventuring phase, uh, you are going... Well, basically, you're going to lose enough money to this guy that you are down one standard of living. So... That's not really plausible. You're there all day. <laughs> so what are you, prosperous? Yeah. Yeah, so you'll go down to Marshall for the rest of the adventure phase. You got a whole bunch of shitloads of money back in Dale, but oh, okay. you spent all your, your pocket uh, change. I'm not burning like through like that much treasure. There's no, no, no but a lot of that's in storage. So I mean, that's fine. You, you burn through all your uh, your, your wife's holding on to that. For your, you. your 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 travel and stake. Yep. Well, yeah, I keep telling her I'm going to come back with a rupee as big as my head. Yeah. And I'm uncaring, so. <laughs> so eventually you realize that there's no role you can get that will get him money, but you just don't care. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Literally, there's no role you can get. I know. It's a rigged game. Um, Couldn't I say I'm mistrustful enough to call, call him on that? Nope. Item? I was going to try to somehow massage you into it, even though you were kind of reluctant, but then once you started, it's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, okay. So that's the shell game. I'm surprised. That takes up most of the day. I'm surprised you didn't. Well, they're uh, doing this. I'm going to go check out the fireworks. Okay. Oh, so he checks out the fireworks. I'm sitting there like, easy money. Easy money. This bright old man from Eriador named Larry Appledore sits on a stool beneath a tarp. Rigged to the roof of a cart. Wooden boxes, wooden boxes, and they're all made out of ticky-tack. But they don't look just the same. Barrels and crates sit around him, filled with strange tubes and parcels wrapped in paper. Uh, only a few folks seem to be passing by this cart, pausing briefly before moving on with worried or suspicious expressions on their faces. Hello, elf friend, come. It's been a while since I've seen your kind. Why, yes. uh, normally I'm on the far side of the mountains. I haven't oh. been with this caravan long, but... Uh, Huh. Yes, I see some of your kind coming going along the Bree Road. Oh, interesting. Yes. Oh, well met. What what uh, what do you have here? Oh, uh, various pyrotechnics for all ages and occasions. Provided oh. by the Grey Wanderer himself. I have connections with the learning. Really? Ha huh. Yes. Interesting. Do you have any thing that's kind of an RPG to use against trolls? <laughs> Perhaps named spiders. <laughs> Do you have anything for named Giant spiders? Name <laughs> spiders. We have this uh, uh, sort of a, a rocket. Uh, I call it the fecalator. Uh, <laughs> light the fuse within uh, thirty to sixty seconds. Any humanoid opponent will defecate him or herself. Uh, satisfaction guarantee. One. Two, five. <laughs> I have a dozen of them. <laughs> yeah, you can buy stuff. Um, you may purchase enough fireworks for one use at one treasure point or one gold. Define one use. Uh, if you're trying to use it for something, it'll give you one roll. Okay. Or one instance of something else having to make a roll. Yes. 
So the use... So you can go two or three if you want, but it'll cost more money. The use can be context-dependent. Like, we have enough fireworks to be the finishing show of a party, uh, or enough fireworks to fight the orcs, but... Yeah. In either the effects case, of fireworks are left to the Loremaster's discretion. I could define it more later, but I mm-hmm. don't know. Have not created specifics yet, so we can come up with that later, either together or as the situation calls. I would also actually like to figure out how the fireworks work. Ancient Grey Wanderer secret. Yes. Teach me. Um. Lure of secrets. Okay. Lure of secrets and whatnot. Well, I, I can't uh, reveal a business uh, trade secret, of course. Mm. You know, I, I worked hard with my contact uh, developing this knowledge. If I told everyone, then they well, can make their own, of course. And that, is, that would be that would be horrible. I'd be out of a job. And, you know, I, I just got in with this caravan. It's good money. It's it's new lens, and uh, I, I don't want to mess with my position. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, you know, um, I own a library up north way. At some point, you feel like settling down, maybe opening up a shop in one area, less traveling, more... Up north? Lake Town? Uh, a little bit south of Lake Town, actually. Fairly, fairly close travel, though. Isn't there a swamp south of Lake Town? It's a little bit south of the swamp. Mordor? It's west of the swamp. East of the swamp? West. West. Unless you're sitting in Brian's chair. Then it's east. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I told you it was near Sighted! <laughs> oh, I love it when the jokes amuse only me. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, how many would you like to buy? Um... What do you think would be the damage potential of a firework? I don't know off the top of my head. Come on, let's call it first. I presumably I wouldn't actually be trying to shoot the firework. I think I'd maybe just be tying it to an arrow. And shooting the arrow. It's not going to be a fireball spell. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. At the minimum, it could serve as a distraction or a source of open flame when that might be. Morally useful. Okay. Or some kind of warning, communication type nonsense. Yeah. I like five. Five? Okay. That way, nothing else, if all five of us are actually here, we can all have one. Yeah. Okay. If you get in trouble, put up a flare. (laughs) One if by sea, two if by land. Should be the other way around, because nobody's coming from sea. Alright, we can fast forward to the evening. And you can pick up your thing, unless anyone else has anyone they're dying to look at or anything. I, I don't want this to drag for you guys. So. We don't have to roleplay it, but I'm going to just spend the rest of the afternoon uh, laughing jo- drinking at Dell's Dwarven Spirits. Okay. At some cost, I'm sure. I'll burn through the rest of my copper there. Is he, he's, uh, yeah, he's a big, um, bald, mustachioed guy. He's very gregarious and engaging. He's spent much time with the dwarves of the Blue Mountains and gained their permission to brew and sell their 
secret blend to people of all the lands. Um, <laughs> his bottles are displayed on a table outside his cart. Their labels illustrated with a crude drawing of a dwarven ghost pursuing a hapless drunkard. <laughs> dwarven spirits. All right. Uh, evening time. Uh, you, sir, can pick up your stick. Yay! I got one. a nickel. Uh, okay. This walking stick is of superior make. It will give you a plus one to all rolls. All travel rolls. Yay! The bonus is applied until you acquire your next level in travel. At which point, you've surpassed its usefulness. Cool. Advanced beyond the, need, the ability of the stick to help. Nice thing. What's your current travel? Uh, three. Okay. So that's three plus one? Yep. Cool. Until you get to four, in which case it's just a stick. So, yeah. What do you call a walking stick that's no longer giving you a plus one? A stick. A stick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Isn't that what you call a wand with no charges, too? Sure. Boomerang. We'll come back. Uh, also, random things that you pick up. You find a sensible purse of yarrow. For the healing of wounds. Yarrow flower. Wait, what now? Sensible purse of yarrow for the healing of wounds. Ah, but does this match his shoes? I pick up communicable disease. <laughs> you wish. It's okay, I've got yarrow now. <laughs> you find a or you come into possession of a workmanlike set of wooden pegs. Yay! Also, appreciate Brand, you come upon a sensible pair of spare socks. Okay. Trench foot is every fellowship's worst enemy. Alright, uh... It's nightfall. Probably convenient to set up somewhere near the farm. Yep. Drink with them into the evening. Mm. Alright. Uh, anything else you guys want to do during the night? We'll still post watches just because Not like the risk of getting robbed. What's your watch order? Uh, middle. I have the dead of the night. I think I'm dawn. I'm your dusk. first watch. Yeah, yeah. okay. Alright, the caravan gets up early, earlier than you guys, and they start packing up and getting ready to go. Um, you guys take a walk for a second. Okay. Or you can do that. I know you'll have to spend 30 seconds probably talking to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Sick burn! Alright. Um, you're kind of watching. It's a misty morning. Just paying attention. Um, idly. Uh, mm-hmm. as they pack up, just because it's interesting. Everyone else is still kind of snoozing here, letting them sleep in, because you know it's going to be a long day ahead. Uh, figures shrouding the mist bustle about the wings, purring the caravan for departure. Give me an awareness. Many wagons are slowly already starting to make their way uh, onto the path. 
As you're watching them, a break in the tumbling fog reveals a strange sight. You're not sure. It looks like a figure with hands bound and head covered with a sack. Seems to be getting moved, sort of bundled from one wagon into another. And then almost as soon as you see it, the mist occludes again, and you're not sure. Is that real? Or what? Wait, what? That kind of... So, I mean, something, a, a bundle that looks like a body, or someone... Well, it's somebody kind of... That's obviously... It's not like being carried, it's like somebody... So someone is being moved that, that is... Yeah. Ambulatory. Yeah. Okay. And almost immediately after the fog closes again, the last wagon starts getting underway. Well, that's disconcerting because, I mean, if it's just someone that's a member of the um, company of the Wayne, then that's their business. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's the uh, the woes, and that's how they move them around. But I'm going to go through our little wagon train and do a quick head count yeah. and make sure no one's missing. No one's missing. And then I'm going to run down to the farmstead, or, you know, the, the houses. That would be kind of involved. Because there's like three different... Yeah. Okay. But they're all close together. Yeah, I suppose. So I'm going to just abandon my company. I mean, <laughs> the, these guys are pulling out, so yeah. okay. they should be fine for 20 minutes. Yeah. So I'm going to run down there and, like, uh, knock on doors okay. and ask them to check if anyone's missing. Okay. It takes about an hour to get through all that. Yeah. Let's say everyone seems accounted for. Okay. I'm not going to go chase down the... I mean, then I'm figuring whoever that was was part of the caravan, and I'm not that deeply invested because I'm kind of uncaring. So that's their business. I just want to make sure it isn't like someone didn't get kidnapped from yeah. locally, you know. I mean, I guess it could have been one of the locals that was wandering around, but there's no really no way to tell that. So yeah. Okay. I'm just going to assume they were. That's how they handle the woes, rather than keep them locked in this little cage all the time. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, guys. You guys wake up, and I'm not in the camp. <laughs> and I come wandering you back. You found a woman. Sorry. I come wandering back like half an hour after you wake up. <laughs> a woman, huh? Are you sure? Okay. Okay. Might have been a sheep. <laughs> Fortunately, they can't talk. I'll tell them about that. I'll say, hey, I just thought it'd be best to let you guys sleep, but uh, the company of the Wayne pulled out early this morning, mm -hmm. and it was pretty foggy, and uh, I saw something kind of weird. Like, how weird? A little weird. Like, unexplained, or well, dead throw on a tube top? Definitely not at that level. Okay. But when they were uh, pulling out... It looked like they had someone that may have been a prisoner or a hostage, or it's hard to say, but someone was kind of bound and had a sack over their head, and they were kind of moving that person from wagon to wagon, and, you know, it was just a quick glimpse really? through the fog, and I 
checked our little wagon train here to make sure no one was missing, and then I went down to the the three farms down at the bottom of the hill and checked with them to make sure they weren't missing anybody. And they weren't. Okay. And so I just kind of figured that was the... I didn't know if maybe that's how they moved the woes. You know, if they had to keep a sack over his head or if it was just some weird kinky thing that is none of my business because who am I to judge? But it was a little weird and so I had gone and checked that out. Okay. So nobody was missing from our uh, party. Yep. Nobody was missing from the surrounding area. Did they seem a little off to you? Uh, no. They didn't seem off to me. No. I mean... Well, I so mean, they were all a little off in their own unique, wonderful way. Well, but I mean... Carnies. Yeah. Very small hands smell like cabbage. Sorry. that in so long. What is it from? We said that so much in high school. Austin Powers. I'm afraid of one thing. Carnies. So only two okay. things I can't stand. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. Pray continue. <laughs> okay, so... Do you think this is worth investigating further? I think it would be a wild goose chase to take our little trade caravan in pursuit of theirs and... Figure out what I mean. I guess we could just go ahead and send our people on, but I'd feel reluctant to do that without them having us to guard them. I don't disagree, and I think it would be crazy to go chasing after just to find out that it was some routine bit of nonsense. And really, none of those people seemed. I mean, I did roll an insight check earlier when I, we were with the uh, the seer. And absolutely miserably failed it. So well, I think all these people are basically on the up and up. Okay, is well, my conclusion. Here's here's my belief. At least you know. Let me, let me uh, take this. Not to interject, but okay. if you guys are worried about the caravan being unprotected, you do have two redshirt dwarfs not involved in the scene. That's not what I was going to say. I'm just throwing that out. Yeah, yeah. As, uh, something that you guys might forget. So. Well, we have, we, we have that, but also I was going to say, perhaps when we get to Edoras, they would have some knowledge of this, or perhaps if we come across the uh, writers once more, they would have some more information, and then we could perhaps gain assistance if it is something that needs to be addressed. We have been charged by King Bard to get this to Edoras. Mm-hmm. However... If there is a wrong that needs to be righted, uh, usually I'm not the first person to say that, but, you know, it's it would be good to give that information along, and if it is something that needs to be addressed, once we're at address, we can track them down. Yeah, it's I'm, not like I'm kind of in, in agreement with this. This isn't too much our business. There's not too much evidence that something really wrong is happening. Mm-hmm. It was just a little odd, that's all. But not Denethor in a tube-top odd. Uh, the locals tell you your original plan wasn't going to work. There are two choices for fording the river and wash. One is to go up to the forest, and the horses don't like that. Mm-hmm. 
and it's a difficult crossing. It's very rocky. So almost all locals will cross at the Entwash. To the Entwash. Okay. Do whatever you like after that fact, but that's where you can either go up here, which is not recommended by the locals, or across there, or go further down. But I think that makes sense. I'll let you. So to the Entwash. <clears throat> okay. And where are we on the map? Um. Roundabouts. Okay. So we have to divert south. Which way did the uh, company of the Wayne go? Uh, generally this way. Okay. And how far is Edoras from here? Like way the heck over there? Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Well, it doesn't take us out of our way. It's just uh, no, no. My, but well, we just the way you guys had originally drawn it across there. Mm-hmm. Just, sure. I did not pay enough attention at the time because I was so like annoyed with all this up here. Well, I didn't realize that that wasn't feasible. Well, we wouldn't have known that until we talked to the locals anyways. Yeah. Sure. Alright, so the consensus is to keep moving south? Yes. yes. Okay. I mean, no. Let's go check out the... Uh, shut up! I already died inside when he left the schoolgirl out in the woods in the pack of orcs last session, so... Okay. So now you're dead. I'm dead inside, so okay. I'm, I'm prepared for this you're, kind you're of... You're now a GM. ...ignoring of heroic opportunities. So that's oh, funny. hold on a second here. <laughs> we've got so, groceries to haul. <laughs> we, we've, been, we've been given a charge to do something. And then you want us to be heroic? <laughs> Have you met us? <laughs> well, I just, I just don't know that we're like the police for every little issue that... Exactly. I mean, we're passing along to the no, you made or? very sound reasoning, and it fits mm-hmm. your shadow trait, so... Yeah. It's not as egregious as last session. <laughs> and since another one of us saw it, and I'll order off this what he gave us. Yeah. Remember to give me a travel check. You're like, hey, let's get back on the road. Well, that's what happens when you're back on the road, bitches. Travel checks. You're welcome. Sarah? Yes, sir. Awesome. Oh, this ought to be easier. Are you at zero endurance there, Tenethor? No. Oh, okay. You just had that look on your face. I have a 13. Which I'm guessing is one too short. Yes, it is. Yes. Well, (laughs) what did you get? Brant? I got... Yes. Uh, 24 grade... Or 25 grade. I'll give it to you. Because this is border country, but this is... So I'll give it to you. Okay. For at least part of that leg of the journey. Yay. However, nine, our... nine with the sword. And what are you? Uh, the uh, actually, I am no longer the hunter. I am now the scout, taking up Baron's role. Uh, as you're out, sort of hunting. This is a huntsman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hazard. Uh, a squirrel dashes across your path in front of you. Squirrel! Leaps into a nearby shrub. Mm-hmm. Uh, its tail twitching. The little creature keeps pace with you, hopping from branch to branch, chattering away. I keep trying to offer it an acorn to see if it is going to talk to me. because It's not talking to you. Okay. 
But give me a hunting test. All right. Seven. Okay. No sour on them? Nope. On a failure, you fall into an old bear trap set by a hunter and long forgotten. Lose endurance equal to the roll of a success die. Good thing I'm weary, so hollow numbers don't count, right? <laughs> Not true. <laughs> okay. Not a skill check. <clears throat> what are you trying to tell me, squirrel? Look out for that. Ugh. Watch out for that tree. Alright. And I'll see you're approaching the antwash, and there is a small village at the crossing. Okay. Perhaps it would be good to camp and recover some endurance. I think it would go into town. Would be great. Because I've been walking with this bear trap on my leg. <laughs> Shit. Maybe you can get a bear smith to. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, how's it going? What in God's name did you do to yourself? Uh, don't ask. He was jealous of your extra pair of socks. Okay. Um, can I do a... See, now with only one leg... Shit. I have an extra... I have a rotation of socks now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, the leg's still attached, I'm assuming. It's yeah. just damaged. Yeah, I've, I've got it. I mean, I'm not injured, but... And well, since one of them is always going to be bloodstained, you can never, nobody can ever tell that they're hot socks now. Because you can just blame it on right. the caked blood. On. Okay. Um, I don't know anything about healing. Would there be something else I could use to try and remove the... <laughs> it's not really stuck to his leg. Oh, I was being ridiculous. Yeah. He just I, lost I the got myself extracted from the bear trap, okay, but yeah. it's all um, shooting. Wait, if he would roll a sour on, he would have gotten old. Someone's got a pouch of yarrow. We could try and use that to buy the load. There you go. That will make the elf feel useful for once. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, so let's... Um, there's a little village. Yep. Is there an inn, a merry old inn that's yeah. on the top of a hill? A couple of taverns. Yeah. Um, I would say it's bree-sized. All right, let's so sleep indoors tonight. This is a popular crossing. So. Cool. Yeah. Yes, let's. All right. You guys could explore the town. You're showing everybody your stick. <laughs> Sorry, ladies, I'm married. That yeah. amuses me. What? My awesome <laughs> stick? This bores me. Yeah. yeah, so you guys can't explore the town. Well, I suppose you don't need to explore the town. You're wandering about the town. Oh, you're fine. Um, well, I guess let me put it out there. Is there anything you guys would like to do? What do you get into a nice village? Uh, find a hot meal. Okay. And a good drink. And maybe a place with a room and a bath. A bath. Yeah, there's, there's an inn where you can do that. I mean, a, like a, at least a ewer and a sponge or something. Yeah. So, uh, what what is in the town generally? Like, what's this town about? Is it a, It's about the crossing. Basically, okay. it's a way It's a crossroads. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I mean, like I said, it's kind of like Breed. There's an inn, a few basic artisans. Okay. It doesn't really have exports or anything, but it's where people can stop for supplies okay. and rest. Okay. Um, you kind of notice some snickering whenever Denethor is about in the inn. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Why is he actually wearing the tube top? Give me riddle checks. Okay. Because we want some funny? Yeah. Uh, 11 grade. Oh, yeah, I really have certainly eaten on Riddle. You guys have nothing in that, do you? Well, because you kept hitting us with travel checks, we kind of had focused. Well, I'm going to have to start leaning on Riddle. Okay. Um, it seems that there's a little uh, folk song that's recently been, been written about Denethor, the sheep terror, um, that's <laughs> preceded your arrival in the village. So it's. Uh, opportunity of some amusement. Uh, your opportunity has come, Denethor. Uh, your friend, the Huntsman, has mistakenly stepped in a bear trap. The only cure is one, more cowbell, or B, a soapy paste made out of a bunch of yarrow. If only someone had. Wow. A, a sensible pouch of yarrow. Yes. That is crazy. It is. <laughs> I will get right on pasting up this euro. I had even odds that he was just going to ignore it. <laughs> Hang on to the euro for a future use in case there was an emergency. All right. So, yes, your, your leg does not infect. Yay. No blood poisoning. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Denethor. I'm sure that's just paying me back for that whole keeping you alive for months thing. <laughs> yeah, shooting all your food for you and such. There is that. I want to take you back for that. Mm, good meat. Sorry. All so right, we're in the village. We're in a village. Yes, we have found an inn. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. The, the locals are, when you come in, they're kind of snickering and sniggering, and you can hear these little snatches of song. Mm-hmm. And it's something about the uh, Denethor the Mighty Elf who terrorizes the sheep. Where would they learn this song from? They kind of traveled ahead of us. Where did this song come from in the first place? Apparently there's a wandering bard out in the who has a lot of free time on his hands. It might be the brother-in-law of a certain shepherd. <laughs> I live for that side. <laughs> Alright. Bartender, an ale for my friend. Alright, it's, it's not bad. Yes. Uh, four. Nothing to be sheepish. Just fucking line it up. <laughs> <laughs> the kindly barmaid will serve you now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, she served you guys with a smile. Calls you her little Welcome. lamb. Stew. Whatever. Um, give me an awareness. Okay. Oh, lots. 20. Great. You notice a small hand um, extracting itself from one of your pouches. Uh, really? That one for him? Okay. I, <laughs> You're going to be thankful for a minute. Trust me. I'm sure. <laughs> Reach down and, I mean, I swiftly just 
snap my hand around Donald Trump's wrist <laughs> <laughs> and look to see who it's attached to. Uh, it's a small boy. Uh, about eight. Mm-hmm. That's the wrong page. And is he dipping into my uh, coin purse? Or he has he... your bone disc. Oh. Let go of me! This is mine! It's my birthright! I know you! Lad, have a seat. No! You're my father! You never came back, and I hate you! Let me go! <laughs> wow, this got awkward. Uh, I've never been in this part of the world before. Who's your mother, boy? Um... The barmaid comes over, like, horrified, like, shush, 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 you know, trying to apologize for the boy and shut him up at the same time and keep him from creating a scene. I don't know. You could be your father. You could be his father. Well, um, do you take any journeys in your vision quests or anything? Uh, I mean, kind of, but related to different things, and I don't think I got anyone pregnant. I use spiritual protection. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm no one's father, boy, that I know of. Where, where are you from? I'm not going to hurt you, but sit and talk to me. Um, <clears throat> come out to my panel van, he says. I have candy and puppies. <laughs> uh, okay, she gives him a motherly slap, <laughs> mm, like, uh, like in the old days, you right? Know, not abusive, uh, um, but really abusive. Yes, <laughs> yeah. but you know, old school yeah. abusive, where it's out of love. Um, Great. So the Hiram CPS is coming because uh, he's still shouting. You know, you're my real father. I hate you. You left and never came back. And she sends him up to his room. Okay. Kind of quietly sobbing now after the smack. Um, she apologizes. <coughs> I'm so sorry. Um, he feels abandoned, and I, I just feel so horrible that I, I can never tell him the truth. So he always tries to glam, glom onto. I'm sure that's a local Romanian mm-hmm. term. Um, there should be a language barrier here, but I'm going to hand wave it because it's awkward enough as it is. So you guys have picked up enough pigeon row here to get through this. He feels abandoned, and you know she expressed remorse in never being able to tell him the truth. That's part her fault. Um, she'd like to offer you a free room for the night, and please just forget this and not tell anyone about it, and she'd really appreciate uh, your help. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's no problem at all. I'm... I'm uh... If, if it brings you and the boy some comfort, you can tell him that I am his father. And he can have this bone disc. Because I have no family of my own. And you seem like a nice gal. And maybe, <laughs> maybe you know, you and I there. check out the room before, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, I'm not going to go there with Oh, uh, Jesus. Just, well, I don't, oh, I don't just, blame you, but. 
This just got it's awkward. It's been a long, lonely road, is what I'm saying. Uh, what's, the, what's the lad's name? Uh, Wolf. 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 And who who did who was the boy's father? Well, that's the thing. He'd be in danger if anyone found out. Um, I don't know how you are on the local politics. Not, I'm new to this area. Um, his father is Aelgar, the second marshal of the Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't do that, but I'm awkward. So <laughs> I'm feeling uncomfortable, so I'm trying to loosen it up. But, um, yeah, he's uh, one of the lords of the Mark. Uh, second marshal, technically second only to Thangle, um, lord of the Westfold, uh, who spent a few nights at the inn coming through, surveying his lands uh, some years ago. Tell me, in but uh, you know, it's a among the Rohirrim. Do uh, um, bastard children have the same rights of inheritance as uh, legitimate children? It would be frowned on. Well, I, I guess I'm asking about the consequences of if I became, were to become his adoptive father or father, as far as everyone knew, would it be screwing him out of an inheritance? Potentially? No. Um, For a bastard child? I don't know. Well, it's different. If the connection were discovered, if the true connection were discovered, um, he might uh, take steps to eliminate the embarrassment, mm-hmm. or his rivals might take steps to use it for their political gain. Well, I can offer you no long-term protection or prospects, but if, if it ensures the boy's safety and brings him some comfort of mind, then I will be his father. I'm not going to be very present, <laughs> but maybe when he comes of age, you could send him to me and I can teach him teach him what little I know of woodcraft and uh, uh, the tales of my people. I'm from far north of here. Your noble character is writ large in your words and your bearing, sir. Like you have a noble lineage. Uh, this is Pigeon over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she... I've literally just learned how to order beer. <laughs> <laughs> Two beer. <laughs> I adopt. <laughs> Yeah, no, she's thankful for the offer, uh, and it's very sudden, but she is inclined to think it would be better than having him act out All right. as such. I'll uh, thread the bone disc. I, it's like a little vertebra or something. I'll thread that on a piece of rawhide, okay. make a little necklace, and say, give this to him. Okay. And uh, should should I meet with him again? Wow, and, and he's grown up, and I may not recognize him. He could show this to me, and I would I would remember him. Okay. Very sound. That's how you get a son. Uh, you know, get yourself. I, I prefer it the old-fashioned way. After Sorry, just taking the wind out of your several hours of purely mercenary play, I appreciate somebody doing something noble for once. Well, wait a second, wait a second. <laughs> How is me doing the bidding of my king a mercenary? It's literally mercenary. <laughs> I'm paid to do this job. That doesn't make me a mercenary. 
There's a new fellowship phase where you can actually name your heir, and it gives you certain perks and benefits, yeah. and it makes the transition easier. When yeah, I, I figure my odds of falling in love are pretty limited, given the amount of just pure wandering we're doing. But uh, th- this would be the easy way, and it's like, oh, I kind of like this kid. He's bold. He's yeah. sassy. He's really uh, insecure. <laughs> He's already got a shadow weakness built in. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so you guys are drinking, um, stewing. It's an eating stew. Uh, anything else you want to do in the evening? I'm going to uh, listen, exchange tales with the locals, listen to their stories, tell a few of my own. Okay. It's a way of just contributing to the yes. general entertainment. And uh, you, you kind of learn the language like that scene in the 13th Warrior where he just... Stares at the Vikings around the camp. You haven't? Good sir. Brian. <laughs> Have you read it? No. I don't even know what it is. I would like to spend some time in the evening. Probably around some... the outskirts for more hero. <laughs> After no. a place by supply. Sorry. Ring, ring, um, yarrow. Attempting to craft some counter songs. Okay. <laughs> About the devious sheep. Use poor travelers for their own ends. Brand? Anything? Any business? No, no, no. Except for making sure that all of our wagons are looked after and protected and all that jazz. No, I'm good. Alright. Do you want to give me a roll for that? Sure. Any any kind of roll you want. Anything that reflects your. Diligence. I have a 17 grade on my song, Chuck. Okay. They like your song. They, they stopped sniggering while you're singing it. So they have a new respect for the pointy-eared one who has come to their lands anew. They don't see many elves around here. They've heard of them, though. It's not like a totally alien concept. But right. This is a time of strange... New people coming to their lands. They need to be open, more open than they have been in the past. And your title in Rohan is now Denethor, the sheep user. Sheep abuser. No, no, just fix that. Yeah. That's what I was singing. Now it's Denethor, the brave, not sheep abuser. Okay. Night falls like a dead cow from a helicopter. <laughs> so do you want to know what I rolled? Or? Sure. You, you look downtrodden, so I didn't want to push it. <laughs> uh, it's at 19, great success. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, you see to the caravan and your wagons, excellent well. Uh, you, you guys get in separate rooms or one yes. group room? Well, evidently these two guys can't stand me. So, Well, you're all marshal now, so but you can approve. Sure. You can afford the room. Well, but we can free, still hand wave. Free room. Oh, that's true. You Well, you got the free room. Well, I, I, <laughs> and my friends. If it's, we'll get as many rooms as we need so that we each have our own bed, yeah. whatever that is. Okay. Yeah. But I'm, I'm gonna spend a little <laughs> me time alone with a washcloth and a ewer. Oh, okay. Take care of these, this dingleberry problem that I've had. <laughs> you know, a oh, lot of walking yeah. and too, too much, too much, <laughs> too far. Okay. Yeah, a little shit. <laughs> all right. Um. All right, all right. Dad. 
Other than the horror of the I made him shut up. <laughs> the night otherwise passes uneventfully. Well, I had a joke. I just don't think you want to hear it. <laughs> Morning comes and you hear a shriek down the hall. <sighs> it's aspirated sigh. Why do you keep doing this to us? <laughs> Why does there have to be plot? <laughs> I'm not wearing my armor. Okay. Because it's morning and I just got out of bed. Yeah. So I'll, like, grab my, uh, probably just grab my dagger. And, like, because you don't use a big spear as an indoor weapon. Depends on the door. Uh, so I'm just going to grab my dagger and, like, <laughs> run out. stick it in the door, I'm sure. Uh, that amused me, at least. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, you go down and uh, Berg Hill. Oh, the barmaid? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, yep, she is crying in what appears to be Wolf's room. But Wolf is not there. And the window is open. Seriously? I, what the hell happened? She doesn't know. She put him to bed here last night. He seemed contented with the thing, the the bone disc. And there's no uh, rope made of bed sheets going out the window. He didn't. Doesn't look like he climbed out. No. Uh, I can't make you any promises, Burkhild, but. Uh, We'll do what we can to find him. Okay. I'm going to come back and wake these two up. Okay. Or you're probably already awake from, you know, shrieking. (laughs) I've had a son for, like, literally (laughs) ten hours. You've lost him. You know, I've had a son for roughly 400 years at this point, and he's still doing just fine. Oh, please. He's been in the same hole in the woods for those whole 400 years. Why well, he stay there? He's still yeah. living at home, though. <laughs> but he's not lost. Is he paying rent? Yeah. Last time I checked, we were okay. <laughs> as soon as he hits 500, he's paying rent. <laughs> I mean... He was in his 68th year at Mirkwood Polytechnic before he dropped out. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> That's to be a pond. And besides that, he's got my bone disc. Oh god, we have to find him. That sounds like a personal issue. I mean, I gave it to him, but... Well, I mean, you are his father. Well, yeah, I guess. So I would assume yeah. he has your bone disc. That's like a face, right? Yeah, okay. So, I'm going to go look Aww, for him. he has his father's bone. I <laughs> <laughs> can't he has his father's slip disc. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> I'm going to start in the stupidest possible way by tr- trying a little tracking underneath the window. Okay. See if there's any telltale footprints. You said the window is open? Scraps of wall is open. Yeah. Give me a hunting. Okay. No, j- just just the uh, many, many, many prints from sheep. Fifteen, great. 
Uh, you can gather that a wagon was parked under the window recently for some period of time before it <coughs> merged off and got lost in the road truck. The company of the Wayne wasn't here no. last no. night, were they? No. Not that we know. Well, we would have. It's not that big of a town. I think. Notice the extra thirty. Notice that they were parked right underneath the. Um, <laughs> yeah, strangely, that wagon technology has spread to most cultures in Middle Earth, yeah. except the Wolves. I'm going to go back up and look in his bedroom with Burgoff and see if there's anything missing. Like, is he gone in his night clothes, or did he take? Day clothes and did he basically make a bindle, or is was he just is the only thing missing besides the boy just his uh, nightshirt essentially? She'll go through it with you, and it appears nothing else is missing. So his shoes, his right jacket, whatever, like it's all there. So right. Uh, so either so he, like he was in bed and then he was gone. Either okay. he wasn't planning this. Or he's just really bad at planning. Because he's ten. Yes. Does it look like somebody climbed up the building to get in the window? Is the does the window open from the outside? You can't really tell that. It's okay. But it's one of those big open sheath shutters. Yeah. 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 So it's like a kind of a daub, a daub and waddle kind of building. The old school, you see it like uh, the old English pubs, you know, big old timbers and then the white plaster. Yeah. Yeah. And the upstairs is a little wider than. So there's like a slight overhang. Okay. Um, ask Ross if anybody remembers what wagon was sitting there? Uh, sure, give me. Riddle. You've got two die or one die too. I'm gonna love leading on riddle. <clears throat> uh, that's an eight, great success. A couple people remember a wagon going by with a couple of dark figures in it, but nothing real specific. I could use hope and gift with thirteen if that would matter. No. Okay. Is there a uh, like a town gate? Is this a sort of a walled community? Or at least, a, like, a, I'm I'm say a guard or a gate, you know, anything like that. Good question. You know, all the other instances of settlements are walled. That said, I don't know if that qualifies as city-level settlements. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, yeah, most... Because this is a strategic site. In medieval times, most... There's at least a vague palisade. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not... I mean, it's about... Bree, Bree had a gate, and it was... Well, that's yeah, this is about the size of Bree. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to repel an orc horde, but right. it's enough that, you know, there's a rudimentary defense against bandits and such. I'm going to go uh, ask the, the guard at the gate. Okay. If, you know, or find who was on night watch or whatever. Who would have been there early in the morning? And, uh... Ask if they saw any traffic moving through in the night or early in the morning. Um, do you want to give me a persuade? Sure. 
Uh, an 11. I will use my point of courage. Oh. This is my boy. Barely know him. Wolf, wolf, something, whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> boy, just call him boy. What am I doing? Persuading? That will make it a 16. Great. Yeah, there are a few horsemen that, uh, you know, random horsemen that came through the city. One wagon just went out the gates. What, uh, about what time? Mm. Early. 2, 3 a.m. Okay, and down this road? I uh, would have headed for the crossing. So if you guys are on this side. There. It would have gone across. Somewhere. And it's now 7, 8 in the morning? Mm. Later than that, I'd say. You guys have done a lot of asking around, so... Yeah. 10, 11. I'm gonna go running that direction. Willy-nilly. Are you gonna get your friends? No. Let's assume <laughs> you're following them. You've made an ass out of you and me. <laughs> Alright, you can run down the road and realize you're not gonna catch up with a wagon by running. After an hour. <laughs> um, Please tell me you have a stubborn trait. <laughs> uh, steadfast. Automatic success. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, no. You're, I'm trying to be a tiny bit smarter. Okay. I'm going to go down the road far enough to get past all the local traffic. Okay. So, like, a, I mean, a few miles, but past all the nearby farms and stuff to where it wouldn't be so quite as heavily traveled. Okay. And uh, try to read the tracks Okay. at that point. Understanding it's still a road, but I'd probably be able to tell recent, you know, this morning's well, from yesterday's. Yeah. That sounds like only one wagon's gone through. Well, and a couple of riders and one wagon went through in the morning hours. Gotcha. Ah, no. Okay. Just, just screw. You might be able to, but you need more. You need more data. Okay. Suggestions? What? what uh, I'm going to come back to town. Okay. And ask, what's down that road? Where does that lead? Uh, Rohan. More specifically? Basically, these are giant pastures. Yeah. Anyone from this pasture going to... Uh, okay, basically, civilization in Rohan is divided is that. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is all grazing lands pasture. This is the Kansas of Rohan. But all the cities, most of the major settlements are in this region. Okay. To get any from anywhere up here into anywhere in here, you would have to cross here. So going down that road would literally get you to anywhere in Rohan, depending where you take it from there. So our potential best bet is to try and beat it to the crossing. I mean, if we know it has to cross there. Well, it's already been over the crossing. Oh, never mind. Because, I mean, the village is at the crossing. Gotcha. So. 
So what you know is basically the wagon went over the crossing mm-hmm. this direction here. You don't have enough information yet to know what it did once it headed that direction. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, let's mount up and head out with our own caravan. Since we're going that way anyway. So you guys have returned to town to discuss your plan. Uh, a figure walks into the tavern, dressed in black because... Yeah. Uh, and he approaches you. And he has his hood up, and he can't smell it. Findigil, son of... Uh, I believe I wrote this down before. But I don't know that I... You did once, but I didn't write it down. Oh, I, 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 I have it on my spreadsheet at work. Findigil, son of... <clears throat> uh, I believe we have some business, sir. Who are you, sir? I'm Batman. My name is not of importance. You may call me Gerolf. Very well. I represent uh, some certain interests which uh, you may be able to assist through your cooperation. Go on. Your caravan is headed to Edoras, is it not? It is. <clears throat> I have a certain package of yours in safe transport. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would not want anything to happen to this package. I'm sure you don't either. What would be best for everyone, perhaps, is if you could take... Uh, what is this Chamigan wench's name here? Uh, Burkild? Uh, bring her with you to Edoras and have her explain the circumstances of this package to our new king, Fengo. And uh, things will resolve of their own accord. Do, you under- do we have some kind of understanding here, sir? We have a clear understanding, but uh, this package is something I've recently uh, vowed to take responsibility for, so I want to make sure no harm will come from such an action. I believe there may be some risk. Well, of course, the risk comes from your uh, steadfast reticence to how is it you northerners say play ball? That's not how you say it. That's part of the language barrier. (laughs) (laughs) We do have a, a game we play with skulls and sticks that is like that, yes. Yes. Um, says, well, um, so the story that Brunhild tells in Edoras is going to have uh, an important, is going to be important to those She needs only tell the truth, nothing more. Tell me what this guy's name is, or what he said his name uh, is. Geralt. Yep. And does he have a hood like he's got his features disguised? A kind bit? of, yeah. He's your classic D and D black robe or black cloaked near do well. <coughs> okay, probably um, a couple levels in rogue. All right, very well. Okay, so um, once he's gone, all right. You know, we, well, he, yeah, he. I'm trying to think of a vague threat. <laughs> Um, he'll follow your progress from afar and 
lets you know he'll be keeping an eye on you. Always watching him at the house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, after he walks away, you know, Finn, they go, we could just track him down and put pointy bits into him until he tells us what we want to know. I don't think that would be a good way to begin to forge the bonds of uh, friendship between Dale and Federus. I don't disagree, but hey, um, his family. Family's important. Well, I it's, mean, it's been like family for like less than 24 hours, but it's still family. I, what I suspect is going on here is oh, I know what it is. This, this person or someone he's acting for wants to see the boy's true father, the second marshal of Rohan. Yeah, this has nothing to do with the boy. It has everything to do with the marshal. Yeah. Uh, this is someone making a power play. Uh, but I think I think once we have... If, if once we get to Edoras, if we can get the boy safely in our possession, if that's at all possible, then I think... I don't know. Brunhild may tell whatever story she tells. Um, but Give me lore checks. Flounder, flounder, flounder. Uh, I think you guys have... Fourteen. Gathered some. Well, the salient points. Okay. Fourteen. The general political structure of Rohan. Uh, the first mark... Or the first marshal is the king. Who is an address. The rest of Rohan politically is divided in half by the Snowburn River. Uh, the second marshal and the third marshal, although not always in that order. The second marshal uh, is the viceroy, if you will, mm-hmm. of Westfold from Helm's Deep. The third marshal is in charge of the Eastfold and resides at Altberg. Not Adlerweg. Uh, she can give you background on these two guys. They have been at each other's throat for literally decades. Um, and things have... It was kind of tamped down under the old king because the old king was such a fucker. Mm -hmm. And, uh, if Trump was king for like 30 years, that was Fingal. Okay? Okay. Uh, totally corrupt, totally, uh, a bad king. Um, sorry to get political. The old king played his uh, nobles against each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, bribes, influence, etc. Uh, the new king does not seem to be cut of that stripe, and the nobles have no idea what to make of it. Um, so, so they're still kind of fighting for position, but it's sort of like... They can't buy their influence anymore, so they're threatened. So they're getting desperate. So I'm going to ask Brunhilde, what's the name of the... What are the names of the marshals? Uh, Aogar is the second marshal. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Deeping Coombe. Uh, Aogar, son of Howen. Uh, third marshal is Senric. And he's in Altberg. Okay. So... Presumably, there are several options to you are available. You could perhaps go to the Deep and Coombe, which is in Helm's Deep, talk to the second marshal, the purported father, get direction, get a vowel, whatever. 
you could go to Edoras and had some kind of plan there in the court of the king. You could go to Aldberg, go to the second or the third mark marshal who appears to at least be related to this plan, if not behind it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, I see. Does that help clarify? Yeah. Okay. We should just go to Edoras since we're um, going there anyway. My inclination would be to tell the king what's going on and let him sort his shit out with his nobles. Except that it's going to be the boy in the middle of this crap. Yeah. Well, and what they wanted us to do was go to the king with this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, they want you to take her before the king. She mm-hmm. will tell her story. Which would then embarrass this guy, mm-hmm. causing, in theory, uh, embarrassing this guy for a disgrace, meaning perhaps he will gain more influence. Right. Um, I don't. We don't know enough about the politics of the region as far as what number two being disgraced and number three being more power will do to the. Um, in theory, that's how they're ranked: one, two, and three. Yeah. Two and three would like to be switched, or three would like to be number two. Yeah, Uh, two would like to be number one. But power. Uh, Um, And actually, give me any kind of roll for information gathering, lore, riddle, persuade. I'll give you some extra tidbits. Can't even make it better by spending a home. Eighteen great. Nice. Oh, there's an old timer in the corner telling stories about the old days. Um, well, I remember the third marshal before him was his uncle Edwin, brother to his father Sidwin. When it came time to replace the elderly marshal in his position. Now, Edwin's own son, Esmond, approached Fingal King, offering oaths of loyalty and honor. Zenric promised all that, but brought plenty of gold. So he stripped his cousin, nephew. Right. His something, laterally. His lateral relation. Uh... Esmond, young and forthright, swallowed his anger and set out to serve King and Marshal steadfastly, even in the face of such a blatant misdeed. Tall, fair, and honorable to a fault. He's a veteran captain in command of his own heir and patrolling the outer reaches, and it is in fact him who chased off the bandits when he first crossed the north on deep. Yeah, well, uh, actually, we chased off the bandits. <laughs> they came just a little too late, but yes. Anyway, when you guys describe your story, they make that no connection. That, that must have been Ismond's Arid that came upon you. Okay. Um, but that gives you some insight into the character of Beck. So neither of them are any uh, wonderful souls, but obviously that takes them. Um, and I will give you a new hunting check with this exposition going out on the road again. Okay. On the road again. 
Just can't wait to get on the road again. Failing hunting checks. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. 11. All right. Is that hope, hope living? What? Is that hope living? I'm um, good. Okay. We'll just uh, carry on to Edoras. Okay. Are you taking her? Yes. Okay. Does she want to come with us? She if you want to save your son, our son. <laughs> oh, it's our son now. <laughs> I adopted him. No, just... She's kind of Winona in Stranger Things. Okay. Right now. Well, so. um, okay, do you guys have any kind of plan in mind? So, I'm still trying to wonder how the heck we got embroiled in Ro- uh, uh, Rohan politics while we're still supposed to be doing an envoy for... It doesn't matter. We're screwed. No well, we're going to do the... On- i got to create a plot at some point. We're going to do the envoy thing. And we will have an audience with Fangle. Well, what, we'll have an opportunity to talk with them, hopefully in private, if that can be managed. This is what I this is what I'm thinking. Okay. So this is us talking strategy on the yeah. road. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to claim. Well, that's the end of the five hours. Uh, somebody hit stop before the U log starts. The remote's over there. I'm going, going to claim that the boy is my son and use the uh, token that I gave him as proof of that. Which will engender a, or endear us to the uh, second marshal and possibly make an enemy of the third marshal. Well, I'm, yeah. And we need to be able to save the boy before we have that conversation. True. Okay, I'm going to give this to you. Um, the wagon tracks that you find with your eight hunting check yes. uh, were headed towards Altberg. No. So I see the, I see sort of where your plan's going. But yeah. I'm not sure. How are we going to save the boy? I am going to follow your lead on this one. Well, okay. So if if Brunhild tells the truth, which. We're not really in control of. I mean, we could influence her to tell one story or another. Mm-hmm. She needs to do that to save the boy's life. I mean, there's being there's an implicit threat. That, yeah. Uh, no, I, I get that. And I guess anything we do against that would, you know, if I then jumped in and said, "No, it's not true. I'm the father." Blah blah blah. Luke, I'm your father. Uh, I'm just I'm wondering if there's a way to kind of. Well, smoothly politic our way out of it, and there just may not be, because if I say, no, I've adopted the boy, he's my son, it doesn't no, matter who the father is. Don't then, even say the adopted part. Well, no, but I mean, either way, if they're still holding the boy and it doesn't get uh, Cendric's, if, if it doesn't meet Cendric's political aim of embarrassing Adgar, or Aegar, then the boy's toast. Maybe. On the other hand, if the boy doesn't meet his ends, and you can show that the boy is actually your son, then why would he kill the boy? He has no dog in the fight, and that would be something that could be used against him. Do you really want to get Machiavelli with this? Because this could take a minute. Yeah. Well, This this is a fairly open-ended problem. I mean, don't expect... Don't think that I have a solution in mind where I'm trying to railroad you somewhere. 
this is a problem I'm posing to you, and I'm kind of as interested as you are, or as anyone is, well, I, to I, see I, what you come up with. I guess I see that this... Like, we're not going to get out of this without making an enemy of somebody. True. Um, my, my first concern is to save the boy, but I also think that I get the impression that Aegar is probably pretty decent, and Cedric is probably... Cedric is kind of a dick. So I don't want to advance Cedric's political aims if we can avoid it, but I also want to save the kid. And those are the two things that are in conflict. And if we just go storming into Aldberg, swords a-swinging... I never said anything about swords a-swinging. ...to rescue the boy before we what go is to possibility. Well, I mean, if we, if we kidnap, re-kidnap him or... Whatever, then, then I mean, we're going to have probably a bigger problem than if we go to the king and try to finesse our way out of it. Well, here's the thing. See, the only reason that the boy has become a point of interest is because, number three, he thinks that it's number two's kid. If you show that it's your kid unequivocally, then kid has no bearing on number three's uh, desires for power. You think that number three is just going to off the kid then. I'm telling you that number three probably won't do that because bad press. I kidnap kids and murder them because that's going to go great. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the trouble here is that you, if you want to make this where you're making friends, the best way to do this would be to find some way to make it seem unequivocally that kid is actually yours. And therefore, number two knows that his secret's safe and isn't endeared to you. And number three looks like a buffoon because he tried to pull one over by stealing someone else's kid. That's my take. Okay. Well, we could go to uh, Aldberg then and uh, try to prove to him that I'm the boy's father. Well, you're going to have to play the aggrieved father, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have one thing working in our favor is that I could... You have uh, a token. That the boy is wearing my token. You you and Brunhilde are going to have to get your story straight then. And I can always use my background as... Your penthouse form. It was a snowy night in Helm's Deep. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry. I never thought I'd be writing. <laughs> I never thought I'd be writing, yes. Um, no, but I could use my... Since I'm illiterate. I could use my background both as a... Son of a wealthy merchant and a uh, envoy of King Bard to uh, basically uh, um, give credence to your bona fides. As a fly by night um, screwer of barmaids. <laughs> As somebody who's. Who gets around. You're <laughs> one of those dirty rangers of the north. Yeah. You, do, you are a wanderer. As someone who's honors above reproach and your sense of duty, uh, however, is you didn't know. There you go. You know what they say in Rohan: once you go ranger, you never go any stranger. <laughs> Which well, uh, okay? Are we really going to do a political gambit here? I'm okay. Let, with let's go to. Gambit. I'd say let's go to. Uh, you guys don't I'll, have to do all this tonight because it's getting late. It's like I'd yes, like it to is. know. Let's go to Alford. Okay. Yeah, I, I just want to. Get some kind of consensus what direction you're going to head from here. Yeah, I think we have to follow the boy. We have to follow the boy. So, Okay. And you're going to attempt to approach the third marshal? Cendric. Cendric. Okay. 
And so you because it's reasonable to assume and prove my it's a several days journey that Those perhaps he wasn't DNA. directly involved. Yeah. Did the kid look like you? Sure. He's a nine year old. Looks like anybody. Yeah. I don't know. My son looks a lot like me. You got that scar on your face. You gotta, you know, give him the same ones. I don't think it works like that. <laughs> but yeah, these are primitive people. They have no knowledge of genetics. <laughs> so we will sunset as you guys turn off the road and head south to Aldberg. Yep, yep, yep. Are you taking the caravan or are you going separate? No, we're towing the caravan to continue on. Okay. So the caravan's going on into. The caravan's taking a nice straight road to go to fucking Edoras, yeah. Okay. And With whichever dwarves do not show up next session. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll leave the dwarves in charge of the uh, <laughs> the uh, diplomatic relations <laughs> with King Thangle. Oh, trust me, we'll get we'll be get be done with this long before that happens. You guys will be able to move at twice the speed on horses without being weighed down by carts. So. Right. And remember, we move at the speed of flock. Greetings from King Bard. Here's your ship. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, two. The Chippewa Valley Geek Actual Play and Community TV Podcast is brought to you by Baron Von Productions. The One Ring and the Darkening of Mirkwood campaign are both created and published by Cubicle 7 Games. For more information, check out www.chippewavalleygeek.com. Tune in next time when the Fellowship find themselves wide of the mark. Welcome to the Darkening of Mirkwood. Fuck. Welcome to the welcome to the darkening of Mirkwood after hours edition. Does anyone need a recap? Sure. Um, <laughs> Let's hear about the shit show that was the last session. It wasn't that bad. It was bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was coming to game. I had to wear something gamey. I'm always gamey, Jack. <laughs> a group of disparate levels really well thank you Sauron I appreciate that I see you too buddy hello you (laughs) we were clouds jumble savings oh boy Detroit area joke sheep don't stampede shut up they just they run a little ways and then they mill around shut up (laughs)